You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Hey, weirdos, this is Jonesy. I hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories. Here are the stories for Monday. Seagulls keep a couple hostage in their own home for six days by attacking them every time they leave the house. A woman who married a 300-year-old pirate ghost reveals that they're having a divorce. And German locals purchase an entire town's beer supply and drink it ahead of a far-right music festival. That one's convoluted, but you'll understand when I get into the story. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. Let's do it. Seagulls keep a couple hostage in their own home for six days by attacking them every time they leave the house. How could this be? It's like the movie The Birds came to real life, but except for it's just seagulls. Nesting seagulls kept a couple hostage in their own home for six days by attacking them every time they tried to leave the house. Roy and Brenda Picard, age 71. Oh, he's 77, Brenda's 71. They were stuck in their house because the birds. These poor people. They say they were constantly confronted by two squawking adult seagulls after two chicks ended up on their roof. Mr. Picard was once so viciously attacked by the seagull that he ended up with a bloody head wound that needed hospital treatment. Well, you left the house to go to the hospital. Why didn't you just stay out stay out at the hospital while you were there? Or, like, go get an Airbnb while you were out. Wait for the chicks to, you know, fly away and leave your roof. Well, speaking about how difficult it has been to complete simple tasks... While stranded inside the home, Mr. Picard said the whole thing has been just terrible. I've not been able to go out of the front door, in fact. If I try to get out of the door, the two adult birds are right there and I've got no chance. It's genuinely frightening. Oh, my wife isn't well either or very mobile at the moment, so we're actually relying on me to get out of the house. And I can't. Thankfully, we have an integrated garage and I can get into it from the kitchen open the garage door and drive out to get our shopping. But I have to leave the garage door open, which isn't ideal. (laughs) This guy's got some real problems here because of the seagulls. Can't you call, like, animal control or some shit? You know? Can't they just come by and shoot these seagulls? How dare you, Jonesy, shoot the seagulls? Ah, they're seagulls. They're They're like the pigeons of the sea. They're gross. The world isn't going to miss a couple seagulls, trust me. Some local council says that the gulls are actually herring gulls, and they're protected once they're nesting. Oh, they're special gulls, my bad. Here I was proposing that we kill these herring gulls, but apparently they're protected. Maybe they're endangered or some shit. This means that the couples living there had limited solutions available. A council spokesman said, We sympathize with Mr. Picard's situation. Seagulls can be very troublesome, particularly when nesting. We have visited Mr. Picard to assess the situation and have given advice on how he can deal with these gulls. For now, a solution is in place which will enable Mr. Picard to take his wife to her private appointments, her doctor's appointments. (laughs) The gulls in question are herring gulls, and they are protected once nesting, and so there are limited solutions available. We advise residents who have a problem with seagulls to bird-proof their properties prior to the breeding season. 
couple other solutions we have for Mr. Picard is uh, we've instructed him to dig a tunnel under his house <laughs> that pokes out to the other side of the street. We've also emailed him instructions on how to build a teleportation device. Uh, it would be the first of its kind, and it would allow Mr. Picard to teleport to another location free from herring gulls. What we don't condone is Mr. Picard poisoning a bagel and throwing it up on the roof. He's, he's pitched that idea to us, but we, we had to turn that down. <laughs> we also turned down an idea that Mr. Picard had of flying a drone that had a machine gun attached to it, flying over the seagulls and blasting them. <laughs> we had to turn that down as well. You see, these herring gulls are protected when they're nesting. When they're not nesting, of course, shoot away, but they're nesting, so you can't do that. <laughs> This is crazy. Hey, look at, you know, I don't know the situation with these girls. Perhaps they're endangered. That being the case, I'm sympathetic to endangered animals. I am, for sure. In, in that case, it's just dumb luck that they're on this guy's roof. Poor dude. The good thing is, uh, I don't know if Mr. Picard knows this, but he can download apps that can have everything delivered to him. He's in his 70s, though. He might not know this. He probably doesn't know about Postmates. Um... Probably has no idea what Uber Eats is, you know. I'm sure there's an app for uh, bird removal as well, you know. I don't know what you would call it, but, man, this seems like there's an app for everything. Maybe there's an app that would, this guy could order a bodyguard temporarily, like a bodyguard app. So Mr. Picard could have a bodyguard come, meet him at the front door, and escort him out to, you know, his appointments and his wife's appointments. The bodyguard could deflect any of the of the attacking herring gulls. You know, that could be a thing. I think I'm out of my mind, to be honest with you. And I shouldn't be making any decisions in life for anybody else. <laughs> Yay! Well, you're probably going to be sad to hear that the woman who married a 300-year-old pirate ghost reveals that they're breaking up. Uh... The article says breakups are always hard. One woman is mourning the end of her marriage to a dead centuries-old pirate. And no, he didn't ghost her. <laughs> Whoever wrote this is hilarious. The media reports that Amanda Teague, an Irish woman, and Jack Sparrow impersonator. She's a Jack Sparrow impersonator? I didn't know that about her. I covered this article, but I don't remember that. I mean, I covered the article that announced she was marrying a dead pirate, but I don't remember her being a Jack Sparrow impersonator. That's weird that it would be a woman doing it. Whatever. She's got talent, in other words, and, a, and an obsession with pirates, clearly. She held a ceremony to wed a 300-year-old pirate ghost, also named Jack, in early 2018. Yeah, I did that a year ago, this article. Do you remember this? How loyal are you, a listener of Weird AF News? Well, if you remember correctly, Amanda arranged a private ceremony on a boat in international waters off the coast of Ireland so that the marriage would be legal. You got On the Irish land, they wouldn't allow her to marry a dead pirate because on the land, you have to marry people who are alive. I know it's a tricky situation and probably unreasonable that the Irish government requires you to marry somebody alive, but it's just, you know, it's a thing they do. <laughs> The 45-year-old Amanda hired a medium for the ceremony. Yeah. And it was, it was conducted by a shaman priest. That lets you know that they were serious. It was a serious 
wedding ceremony because a medium was there to represent the dead pirate, I'm sure. And the shaman priest conducted the rites. Less than a year later, Amanda is saying, the ma- this marriage is over. Here's a quote. So I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over. The mother of five wrote on her Facebook page. She's, she's a mother of five? How embarrassing is that, that your mother married a dead pirate? Unbelievable. I don't remember that part about the story either. I don't remember much anymore. I'm getting old. I've done too many, too many drugs. Uh, the, another quote. I will explain all in due course, but for now all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. Well, thank you, because I'm sure a lot of us were going to run out there and marry, you know, (laughs) dead Vikings and whatnot. Amanda, thank you. Now I'll be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. Perhaps I won't marry a 300-year-old dead uh, princess or whatever. (laughs) Or like, you know, a peasant. I should be more careful, in other words. Thank you for telling the rest of us that it's not a good idea to marry a spirit. <laughs> not to mention how ashamed your family must be of you. It's five kids, can you imagine? Hey, dude, I heard your mom got married. It's your new stepdad. Do you like him? Well, I'm going to be honest. I've never met the guy. You never met your, your future stepdad? That's weird. Is it like a long-distance relationship? You could say that. Yeah, you could say that. Long distance geographically and uh, in time, actually. In time. My mother's marrying a a spirit. It's a good time. Yeah, spirit of a dead pirate. 300-year-old dead pirate. And uh, no, you can't come over my house. It's not happening. <laughs> Amanda Teague, who married this dead pirate, previously explained that she met her ghost... In 2014, when he appeared next to her as she was laying in bed, she described him as a dark-skinned man with jet-black hair. So he tells me. (laughs) So he tells me. I told him. His name is Jack. I told him. I said, Jack, I'm really not cool with having casual sex with a spirit. And I want us to make a proper commitment to each other. I want the, the big traditional wedding with the white dress. It's very important to me, Jack probably don't know anything about weddings because you lived in a time when no one wore white dresses at weddings. (laughs) Probably don't know anything about courting, do you, Jack? You dead pirate. This is insanity. I mean, for real. After revealing news of the divorce, Amanda, who dropped her married name and is now going by Amanda Sparrow... What? She revealed to the media what prompted the split. She says, I wish I never got married to him, actually. I wish I was that healthy person that I was before I met him. Jack has turned what was a beautiful and loving relationship to something that is very ugly. According to Amanda, she started being plagued with health issues once she married Jack and deduced that he was stealing or draining her energy and using her for his own selfish intentions. She's dissolving the marriage and is actually contemplating an exorcism. Yeah, you ought to contemplate therapy, Amanda, is what you ought to contemplate before you go any further. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Before you decide that you're lonely in in a year from now and you want to marry a fictitious comic book character or whatever else pleases your fancy. Your poor family, I feel so bad for them. What an embarrassing situation. 
Do you got to... Where do you go to get this divorce? How do you get this paperwork annulled? Where do you go for that? Yeah, go down to City Hall and tell him you want to divorce your dead 300-year-old Jack Sparrow pirate husband. See how well that goes. See if they don't call the police on you. <laughs> we have a crazy lady in here trying to divorce a ghost that's 300 years old. Yeah, you want to get down here? I'm going to guess she's on some serious drugs. Well, you know, the positive that gets out of this is she's now single, guys. She's single, you know, and I struggle with the dating world. If I can't get a woman who just broke up with a 300-year-old asshole pirate to go out with me, I'm really, I'm really hitting rock bottom. <laughs> hey, Amanda, are you into uh, people that are actually alive? Is that your thing? Is that at all? Do I get a shot? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. German locals purchase a town's entire beer supply ahead of a far-right music festival. So hundreds of neo-Nazis who descended upon a German town for a far-right music festival were prevented from drinking alcohol once, once there thanks to a court-imposed banning order and the actions of angry local citizens, residents. It was a far-right music festival. I've never heard of such a thing. That sounds insane. I don't want to be anywhere near a far-right music festival. It's just... I'm not into far-right music, I guess. Neo-Nazi electronic music, I'm guessing. Not into it. It's called the Schild und Schwert Festival. Shield and Sword Festival is what they're calling it? Ooh, that's a tricky name. You wouldn't know by the name that it was a neo-Nazi far-right music festival. You might think it's like a renaissance fair. Or something. You're like, oh, it probably has the... Oh, it's a shield and sword festival? That sounds like a good time. I'm going to go I'm gonna go do some LARPing. No, no, no LARPing involved. It's a neo-Nazi <laughs> music festival. They took over the weekend in the town of Ostritz in Saxony. Now, the community was very, very concerned. So ahead of the event, a court in Dresden, East Germany, imposed a ban on the sale of alcohol and the possession of alcohol in order to prevent violence from erupting. On Friday, the day the festival began, Saxony police revealed that they had confiscated around 1,100 gallons of beer from the white supremacists attending the event, with a further 200 liters also seized on the Saturday, the day after. The force continually tweeted images of their officers seizing alcohol during the festival. That's crazy. The alcohol ban at the meeting, this is a quote, the alcohol ban at the meeting event site of the neo-Nazi meeting in Ostritz has been consistently enforced by our forces since yesterday. Alcoholic beverages are taking, taken off before entering the premises. The police department tweeted this. Predicting that some neo-Nazis would attempt to purchase more alcohol once they were at Ostritz, local residents took it upon themselves to stock up on hundreds of crates of beer from a local store. The plan was devised a week in advance says an ostrich local 
activist George Saldit. He says, we wanted to dry the Nazis out by buying the beer. We thought if an alcohol ban is coming, we'll empty the shelves at the supermarket ourselves. On the same weekend as the music festival were two counter-protests in the town, as well as a peace festival commemorating the 100th anniversary of the local soccer team. Well, there's a lot going on over there. Michael Kretschmer, who's Saxony's state premier, is that like a mayor or something? Or a uh, governor? He praised the initiative of the locals in the demonstrations against the neo-Nazis. He said, I am very impressed with how in such a small town, the citizens stand up to make it clear that right-wing extremists are not wanted here. Around 600 people are reported to have attended the neo-Nazi festival, with numbers dropping slightly, slightly by the second night. No doubt because there's no alcohol allowed. <laughs> I'd imagine the rest of them just did meth the whole weekend. In total, police say they dealt with 32 crimes over the weekend, including 16 violations of assembly law and 10 people allegedly displaying anti-constitutional organizations. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> a, a bassist from one of the right-wing bands playing at the festival was also arrested after changing into a balaclava midway through his performance, which is an offense under the country's anti-mask laws, which prevent people from covering their faces in public. Balaclava? Balaklava. Did I say it right? I don't know what that is. You have to look that up. I like this because I am anti-neo-Nazi myself. Um, I think most people are if you're a reasonable human being. They represent hate, dehumanization on a level that, you know, few of us have ever witnessed. I find it strange that they're, they were allowed to have the music festival in the first place. My guess is they tricked the, uh, the local administration into allowing them to have this music festival because of the name of it is kind of tricky. The Shield and Sword Festival. They might be like, uh, yeah, come on in. You got a music festival, the Shield and Sword? Yeah, come on in. That sounds great. Not knowing this is a far-right neo-Nazi music festival. Local communities, man, it's nice to see when local communities band together to uh, fix the problem. Because when you let local government do it for you, it takes a lot of time. A lot of times they're all backed up. Local government's very retrograded, if I may use a big term <laughs> that I once heard on Jeopardy. Local government's very retrograded because there's paperwork and a lot of administrators and they just can't agree. You got to get it passed from here and then you got to wait for this person to come back on vacation to sign the damn thing. Oh, and where's the mayor? Oh, he's golfing. Nothing gets done. The local citizens, they're on the ground. They can do shit. The problem is sometimes local government keeps the citizens from doing certain things. In this instance, they allow them to go about their thing, buying up all the alcohol. Brilliant. I love stories like this. This is a very motivating story. That when neo-Nazis are coming to your neighborhood, you can do something about it. You don't have to allow them to come here and play their music. You can get together and uh, you can drink all the beer and do all the drugs before they get there. <laughs> this is Weird AF News. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories for today. And thank you for reaching out to me over the weekend. I got an email from Jasmine Gomez. She says, hey Jonesy, with all the crazy shit going on in the world, Weird AF is a daily necessity in our house. I'm a recovering Floridian living in Denver, and I just live for Florida Fridays. I'm actually in the insane motherland this week, meaning Florida, and I kept my eye out for some Weird AF things to send you. 
<laughs> she sent me this video of a man dancing on the beach with feathers. He's like a weirdo. She was like, this guy was all there all day, like eight hours dancing. <laughs> it's like a weirdo. And she sent me an article as well. A video of the guy dancing. I watched it, and he is weird. It reminds me of people that you see on Venice Beach, which is a really weird spot. If you guys have never been to Venice Beach, you must come to the boardwalk. I mean, next time you're out in L.A., it's a must-see. I mean, that is like the weirdo capital of L.A., for sure. For sure. Well, thank you, Jasmine, for reaching out. I appreciate that. Also, got a an email from from Lada, or Leda, from Russia. She writes, hello from Russia. Hello from the end of, other end of the world. Listen to your podcast almost every morning while getting ready for college. Works better at waking me up than coffee. She writes, thank you, in Russian to me. I can't pronounce it. And she says, keep up the great work. Sincerely, Leda. That's lovely. I'm not better than coffee, though, I gotta tell you. If you guys think that you're gonna get something better than coffee by listening to Weird AF News, you're you're out of your mind. I don't think there's anything better than coffee in this world. <laughs> Maybe sex. Uh, Jenna Hurley reached out. She says, Dear Jonesy, I started listening to Weird AF News this week when we got our new Google Home, and I'm obsessed. It's definitely one of the highlights of my day. I was listening to today's podcast, and I was intrigued by your Good Omen story. I wanted to tell you that I'm Catholic, and I attend Mass every week, and I love fiction works based on my religion, even if it delves into ridiculous and offensive storylines, like one of my favorite shows, Supernatural. Like you said, it's fiction. It's there to entertain. Groups like this make all Christians look bad, especially when they can't even protest the right company. LOL. She says, I love you, Jonesy. P.S. Good luck on your hangover. B vitamins can help, by the way. Love, Jenna. Thank you, Jenna. I just love that. Um, and lastly, I got an email from Nyla Dawkins, who says, um, she sent me a, an article. J- Jonesy, check out this link. Big fan of the show. She sent me a link about the Lorax tree, which I'm going to research, which could be fun. Uh, so yeah, a nice little mix of people just saying what's up commenting on stories and sending me links. This, this is great. This makes me feel like uh, I'm uh, I'm touching people with the stories on Weird AF News. And that, that feels good. That keeps me going. I hope you guys uh, can, you know, help me out by sharing the podcast, liking it, giving it a review. I don't know, any of those things. That's always helpful. If, if you do enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, you know, you can ignore it. It's all good. Uh, lastly, I got a Patreon if you want to check that out. That's another way you can support the show. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. So give that a look. You get bonus episodes and my free comedy album download. Pretty cool. So check that out. Uh, thanks for those who called in. Got that angry Florida guy. He's calling in every week now. He's he's very upset about these stories that I'm doing. But I think I kinda, I'm kind of growing on him. I think he thinks they're funny. Uh but yeah, I mean, it was just a matter of time before a Floridian called in like to give me some shit for making fun of the state. <laughs> so I'm going to publish that call along with another one after this. So stick around. Thanks for listening. I love you. Well, shit. You're trying to tell me there's no such thing as a skunk ape. Mm-hmm. I'm staring at one right now. If I walk away from my grill at this moment, there'll be nothing on it. That dirty bastard of a skunk ape would come right on over here and steal my steaks. I also believe the skunk ape is responsible for that. 
pool toy humping you've been talking about. That's just some crazy wild shit, Jonesy. You're trying to plant that on us Floridians. You know, the AF news, man, it's coming down on us here in Florida. And I really can't defend it, you know, because I've been drinking. And I had a couple of silver bullets myself right now, so I ain't exactly one to gossip. But the skunk ape is the one humping the pool toys. That's all I gotta say. Okay, um, the story about the dude that lost his ear, his, his prosthetic ear in Florida? Um, like, how, how in the world did that ear get found? I mean, there was like a million sharks and fucking like, alligators and shit everywhere and it, 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 I, I don't see matter of fact not only am I in shock that that ear didn't get gobbled up like seconds after it hit the water I'm surprised the dude didn't get swallowed right along with it just saying <laughs>